Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. All my life he's been so faithful. So these lips and the tongue inside these lips will sing of the goodness of the one who created me. Amen. Amen. God bless you all for coming today. And I believe God will bless us. Amen. We are talking about the call. Amen. And called by his purpose. Amen. You know, purpose, purpose actually is the aspirations um, that motivates our activities. You know, that is purpose. It's aspirations that motivates our, 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 our activities. So invariably, um, when I decided to be, become an accountant, of course, I mean, what I need to do is to go through um, a particular process that will help me to become an accountant. And it involves an extended, uh, an extended uh, what do you call it, um, service. Service in the, in the sense that I have to dedicate myself to that particular area of study to help me get to where I want to get to. Amen. And the Bible says something like, um, not like actually, what he said is that study to show yourself approved unto God. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about what the Bible said, not what I said. It's like study to show, to show yourself approved unto God. And, and um, I have seen myself in that situation where I was talking about a particular purpose to pursue a particular goal in terms of my ambition and my vision, I, I realized that it's not deviating from what the Bible is saying, more or less. Invariably, the Bible is saying that I should study to show myself approved unto God if I want to be um, a participant or, or a member of, of those who would want to work for God, more or less. So in that situation, what the Bible is saying is that you have to study to show yourself approved unto God. And then God will see what you have done and the accumulations of study you have done in his word. And then he will accord it to you, right, a certificate that would enable you to become a candidate in the kingdom of God. Amen. And, and by that, with that extended study, I, I noticed that it is not easy. Amen. It involved sometimes doing so many sacrifices. One of the sacrifices that you, you have to do is, um, Charlie, what are some of the sacrifices you have to do? It's like you become extremely unsociable. Is that true? You become extremely unsociable. Now, now the reason why you are becoming extremely unsociable is that you have, you have set a goal for yourself to achieve a particular purpose. And if you look at that particular purpose, right, it's, it's saying that it's, it's the aspirations that, that motivates. So invariably, what then would motivate you? If what motivates you is to engage more in that social kind of area, then you will realize that in some way, somehow, it will not help you to achieve what you want to achieve. So there must be a price that has to be paid. Amen. Definitely there will be a price that will have to be paid. And, and uh, uh, sometimes when we talk about a price having to be paid, I have heard somebody say before, <coughs> sorry, a, a philosopher says, somebody says, but why do you think one, one person wants to die for us all? What meaning does it make? Of course, it wouldn't make a meaning. Why would one person die for us all? 
So we, we ask that question, well, I mean, if, the, if we are saying that one person will die for all, do you understand why we have to say, watch that word carefully, do you understand why we have to say one would have to die for all? So well, it doesn't really make sense to me. So, well, we know it really makes sense to you, right? Because you are using a certain level of reasoning into what we are saying. Now, the reasoning is not in line with the understanding and knowledge we have to say what we are saying. So, obviously, it will not make sense to you. It's just like saying, I assistance is, I assistance is, and it's telling us how to recognize assets. What sense would it make to you? What sense would it make to you? Have you been that steady? So, do you know, do you know it? So, of course, it wouldn't make any sense to you. Do, do you get what I'm trying to say? Right? But what will make sense to you is if you have devoted yourself to that particular area of study and undergone through a particular process to understand what that particular, let's say, the book of the Bible is saying, to clearly then understand why someone will have to stay from the book that one can die for all. Amen. Now, why am I saying what, am I, what, what I'm saying? I'm saying that we are getting to areas where we have to get a certain level of understanding and that level of understanding would move us in our walk with God to the areas where we have to see ourselves as being called, amen, to do the work we need to do for God. Now, I'm talking about accountancy. Basically, I mean, I have had some kind of way of reasoning and like, I want to study this to be able to, to, to have my own company. When I have my own company, I'll be my own accountant. And when I'm my, my own accountant, invariably, I wouldn't have to pay any other accountant. So I'll do my own accounts and submit my own accounts. Be much more creative in areas where I want to... Blah, 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 I, want to I don't want to continue from there. Now, from, 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 from that, there are other areas of study where we are looking at... Um, I mean, I graduated doing a mathematical science. So invariably, I've done other areas where I've realized that, of course, I can make money in those areas. So the, another thing to look at is why do I have to pay an accountant too much money? Well, I have the brains. Can I, can't I do it? I can't do it. So I have to put myself through that area too as well and do it. You know, you know scheming, scheming, scheming. Why am I doing that? I'm thinking like I amass so much knowledge to be able to do that. Now, the point I'm trying to drive at, right, is that knowledge would put you in an area where you have a certain level of freedom. But what motivates you is what we have to look at. Now, I have my own natural brains and thinking through the natural sense, right? And with a natural brain and thinking through the natural sense, it makes sense to me. And of course, it makes sense to a lot to, to as well. And, and for those that put ourselves through that particular corridor, you will realize that, of course, it will make sense to you because naturally, that's what it's designed to do. However, 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 we are applying through life and thinking, well, it's normal. However, you will soon realize, or you, you, if you haven't realized, you will soon realize. Although I know you, you go through that process every night. And I try to give that simple example all the time. I went to bed, and I went to bed, and I realized that I lost my consciousness, and today I'm awake. It's not my knowledge in accountancy that is raising me up. Simple. It is not a knowledge. Seriously, it's not a knowledge. I'm up. Now, the mechanism... That is giving me life. I have no idea. So I asked the philosopher, so, so can you just explain that process? He was looking at me. He said, no, 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 don't look at me. Just try and explain that process. Because you are a philosopher. That's why he was a professor. Right? And he was looking at me and saying, oh, come on, don't come up with this. What kind of... And I said, no, 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 no. no. Think of it. Don't just brush it off. If you're not getting answers for me, then think of it. Maybe not today, but I'll come another time. 
It's just a way of trying to engage, to try and see a way of reasoning. And it's a well, well, the body is designed. Who designed the body? The body is designed to go through that process. But the fact is that who designed the body? Who designed that body? Who designed it? Who designed the body? So you are talking in, 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 in a medium where you are not looking at the primary source, but you are looking at the secondary source. And you have jumped from one area to the other where your comfort really lies to be able to give an excuse to say that, well, no, but come to the primary source. The primary source is that you are not able to even explain how you lost your consciousness and gain it back again. You are not able. You are not. And he was looking at me quietly. And he said, but. And I said, the moment you start with the bats, it tells me clearly that you work through postulates. Postulates are assumptions. So you want to make an assumption. I am not making an assumption. I'm going to first principles. First principles. Help me explain within the compass of first principles, right? To explain how you lost that consciousness. And just as of now, you can tell me you've gained it back. How did you gain it back? How? Can you explain it? Of course, no answer. And I told you, well, the answer is pretty simple. There is a spirit within you. And that spirit, right, is being operated by someone. Who also is spirit. And because you can't see that spirit that operates in you, you think that spirit is not there. But that spirit actually is within. And the one who operates and controls spirits, controls that spirit within you. And that's why you are not able to tell me. Because what you are talking about is what you have read and what you have seen. And for what you have read and what you have seen, you are thinking that is eternal. That is not eternal. What is, it? <laughs> what is supernatural, right, is what we are talking about. And I'm saying that I am moving beyond the natural. So I'm telling you something that goes beyond your natural reasoning to the super where you can't comprehend anymore. And the super is the confines of the power of the spirit of God that created you. We'll start from there. Amen. Amen. So when we talk about the purpose, we are talking about, you know, a, a simple thing which is just the aspiration that motivates your activities. And every now and then, we engage ourselves in a kind of activity one way or the other. Nobody sitting down in this room will tell me they don't engage themselves in any activity. All those who don't engage are dead. They don't have any life. And when you don't have any life, there is no activity that engages you. You are down, down, down six feet. This time, they've even made it three feet. If you are not too careful, they will dig and dig quickly and get to your body. That's how it is, really. But when you don't get to you, it's your spirit. You don't get to that spirit. Has science been able to explain it? Not yet. Because it's spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, we are talking about called by purpose. Amen. I like this one. Building our very own together. Amen. Brilliant, young man. And you are looking at the word purpose. Amen. We dealt with the called. And I, I just want you to, to realize something small in there. That the purpose we are looking at, right? It's just basically the aspirations that motivates you to, to, to perform an activity one way or the other. It's as simple as that. Now, what is motivating you to come to church today? To perform the activity of moving from your home to this place? It's just very simple. It's a purpose and a determination you have to come to church. And that's why you are here. So you've gone through everything that, one way or the other, can, 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 can be a hindrance, right, to you in getting here. And you've gone through all those obstacles. And you are yet, I mean, you might be traveling from whatever distance you can be thinking of, right? But you are still here because you purpose in your heart to be here. I want to tell you something. If you are able to do that, then you are able to do all things. 
The only reason that will hold you back, right, is to give yourself an excuse that changes the purpose, not to bring you here. Amen. He says, do you want to study? Yes, I want to study. Why do I want to study? Because I want to be A, B, and C. Yes, but then, that's the book, study. And you are not studying. You are not performing the particular activity to get you the purpose. Of course, obviously, what, what will happen? You will fail. Amen. And I don't want us to fail. And if we don't want to fail, then we have to align ourselves, amen, to the one who controls us within our spirits to know that, yes, we have a God. And that God is with you right now, where you are and where you sit and where you ply your activities every day, every night, every moment, every single minute. He's right with you. If you can feel the air around you, then God is with you. Amen. Down there, when they bury them, do you know what they do? They close it. Some of them, they put concrete on them. Right? And, 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 and you see, nature is, 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 is cruel somewhere, somehow. You know, I mean, they, they try to make you in a way that the, the air that we are talking about will not even get to you anymore. Already you've lost the air and they are blocking more, much more air from getting to you. In case you have life, they will make sure that you are not coming back again. Can you imagine? I mean, come on. Can you imagine? I mean, they're making sure. Double sure. Double sure. Double sure. You're not coming back to them again. But look, God loves you. And God will say, I will bring you back again. The life I have is an eternal life. Eternal means it has the end. There is no stop. There is no end to it. So it will always, always, every now and then come back to you as long as he lives. And as long as he lives, he will make sure you live. Amen. I want you to have that level of confidence that the one who holds you, who holds you, is strong enough to get you to that extended, extended end. Align yourself to his purpose and you to his call. Amen. Amen. So, okay, can we move on now? So, last week, we were talking about um, the call, and um, we, we by now realized that um, we have been called. Amen. So, we were talking about um, who, has, uh, uh, who has called us, um, who has called us, and we say that the Almighty God, through His Son, Jesus Christ, has called us. Amen. Who are saved by Jesus Christ for a purpose already pre-designed. Amen. So you know that you've been called. We have a scripture to support that. We give a couple of scriptures. We have 2 Timothy 8, verse 12. So I hope you've gone through it, as we said from last week. Amen. Let's, let's study, isn't it? Actually, you know what we'll do now. Thank you. We'll start memorizing them. And I can call on you anytime. Amen. So when we give up the scriptures, make sure you memorize them. Do you know how to memorize? If you don't know, see me after service. I'll help you to do the memorization. Amen. And I'm serious about that. If I'm standing here and I'm talking to you, right, take it, don't take it lightly. When I'm sitting there, maybe take it lightly. But when I'm standing here, don't take it lightly, okay? Because it comes. Amen. So now, we will, we will memorize the scriptures. And I want us all to be encouraged to start memorizing scriptures. If you haven't done anything kind of memorization before, I know you sing. The songs, some of the songs you've been singing, right, it comes out of memory. So if, if those songs can come out of memory, then scriptures can also come out of memory. Amen. Just yield yourself to it and we'll be able to do it. Amen. So if you read that scripture, I mean, we, we realize that um, we are all empowered. Amen. So, so we are called. Now, I want us to look at one thing today. One, what I want us to actually look at is... is um, Are we empowered? 
So, so if we have been called, and he has called us, right? I mean, in, in, in normal rational sense, I would expect that if I give you a job to do, I'll give you a job description, wouldn't I? So that at least you know that when you wake up in the morning and you dress nicely, you come to work at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, you have a clear job description. So you know exactly what you are doing, isn't it? So you start from a certain time to make sure you accomplish the tax for the day, and then you knock off, and you are gone. And the following day, you come again, and that's how you do it. So invariably, you, you, you have certain functions that you, you will be performing almost every now and then to achieve um, um, your goal for the day. Amen. So, so what we have to do is that maybe you would need like a laptop or, 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 or a computer, right, to sit behind. We might have to maybe provide you some pens. We have to provide you some few things. We are actually empowering you to be able to do the job. Amen. And, and, and if we don't empower you enough, then if there something goes wrong, maybe your supervisor is the one who gave you the I mean, some, somebody will be held accountable or responsible. Amen. So they always have to make sure they've empowered you. Look, God is also very good. And he knows that if he has called you, right, then he has to empower you to make sure you are resourced enough to be able to do what he has called you to do. Amen. And, and we have to find how God is able to do it because if men are able to, 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 I mean, think of it in that sense, let's realize something. Look, everything a man thinks of, comes from somewhere. It's another discussion to have. Precious, you're sitting too far, isn't it? If you have to read, you have to read, isn't it? Um, but think of it. I mean, look, if, 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 if you have to do something one way or the other, where does it really come from? It comes from your brain. And it's a brain that tells you, well, I have to put A and B, or if I want to spell... I try to make it quite simple. If I want to spell uh, my name, I'll spell Oli Ima, isn't it? Actually, Anne calls me Ima, so I'll do the Ima. Um, um, I'll, it will be only E-M-M-A. Now, where, where is that E? I'm not looking at it anymore. It's, it's coming from where? Memory. So it's coming from my brains now. So it's E-M-M-A. However, what, what is giving me that actual ability to be able to retain what is in there within the cells of the brains, to be able to produce it, is what I'm thinking of. We are going much deeper. So what is giving us that ability now is what we want to get closer to. Amen. To be able to give us much more into that brain, to be able to be more or less doing the things that we need to do for him in that sense. Else we'll get it wrong. Amen. Amen. So what we are looking at it's how are we able to, to, to get to that point? We, we, we must also recognize that God is not that wicked, that when he called, right, he, 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 he didn't really resource us well enough to be able to do what we need to do for him on his behalf whilst we are even here on earth. Amen. So what God did is to empower us, right, through his son. Amen. Now, what, why would we have to say that? Because... I mean, um, God was actually empowering, if you look at the Old Testament, there was a form of empowerment. And, 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 and um, I'm trying to get something from memory. If you look at um, um, Zachariah um, 4.6, Zerubbabel says something. So it is not by, it's not by might, nor by power. What is he talking about? Right? I, I want us to realize something that the one who is talking about this thing here has a certain level of understanding. Get it clear. Not the, word, the words I'm using, not them clearly. The man I'm talking about is talking about something, but what he's saying, invariably, is not actually making sense to the human normal brain. Because what he's saying is that it is not by might or by power. 
It is not by might or by power. You can see that clearly the reason why Russia wants to uh, uh, um, annex uh, Ukraine is the fact that he believes that he has so much power. And he has the resources to be able to conquer Ukraine because Ukraine has less power. But what Zerubbabel is saying is that it is not by power. It is not by the amount of money you have or the wealth you have. It is not by the, the, the sort of arms you have. It is not the kind of whatever you have one way or the other. But it is by the Spirit of God. It is not by power. And he said, it is not by might. But it is by the Spirit of God. What it means is that you don't even need any of those, perhaps. But if you have the Spirit of God, you are able to amass so much power. So much power that you wouldn't need the natural powers that they are producing one way or the other. But what you would need is the Spirit of God. And with that Spirit of God, you are able to conquer and you are able to reign much more than using your own natural strength, your own natural brains, and your own natural ways of doing things. You need the Spirit of God. And one of the things you would need as a resource that God has provided is the Spirit of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you go through that, what happens is that the Spirit of God aligns itself with your spirit because from the beginning, the spirit was corrupted. Now, when you get that level where the spirit aligns with the spirit of God, then you get the power of the Holy Spirit recognizing you as a candidate. And when you get to that level, you are resourced with the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to do the things that are unseemly. Amen. Amen. So if you think you can do something by your own natural strength, yes, you can do it to some extent, but there are limitations. But the areas and the confines where there will be no limitation, if you recognize that God has given you a certain power, and that power lies in the confines of the power of the Holy Spirit, and there is only one person who can give that spirit. Because we have only one mediator between God and man, and that mediator his name is called Jesus Christ. And as long as you give yourself and submit yourself to the, the one that has that role as a mediator, then he would link up with God. And through him, whatever is recognized as, as, as seen within you, within your spirit, will be changed into normality of the perfection of God. And then God is able to ascend the power through him to you. And you are able to do the things that God will want you to do because we have an assignment to, to, to achieve. We have a purpose. Amen. And church, I want us to realize that the, one of the ways we can achieve that purpose if, if we align ourselves to the power of the Holy Spirit. My reader is not here, so I'm talking. If I get my reader, I'll read one scripture. If I don't get my reader, I'll keep talking. So where's my reader? Amen. Is my reader here. So reader, if you want to be with me, I want to read a scripture. We don't have much time. Amen. Amen. Let, let's look at um, Acts 1. Start from 4. Acts 1, verse 4. Yeah. And they came together. 
And who came together? Who are apostles? Come on. You are an apostle, you know. We are talking about those who are called. If you are sitting here right now, you are an apostle. You have been called just like those. In those days, Christ was with them. So you go around and call. Come on, let's come on, come. We have work to do. Join me. We are going to do the work. And those are the people we are talking about. And one of the guys who are giving the account is Luke, actually. And Luke was one of those. So he's talking about what Christ did. He said, come on, come. I won't leave you comfortless. No, come on. I'm a good God. Amen. Amen. So what he said that is that, go on. He gave them this order. He gave them this order. Do not leave Jerusalem. Yep. But wait for the gift I told you about. Do not Are you not excited? But wait. And as you sit there, I'm telling you, Christ said, wait for the gift he's talking about. He has a gift. A gift. And that gift is a gift. And the definition of gift is that it is free. You will not pay a pound for it. When I mean free, it's not the uh, child, uh, what, what call, uh, child task credit they're talking about. I'm talking about something that God gives free as well. Free as well. Amen. It's not the sign on though. The sign on though is even not enough. Amen. But I'm talking about a gift. And that gift excites me. That God gives that gift freely. Free. When I mean free, free. Amen. 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 Let me go on. But be there. Now, I'm getting close to um, five. But he says, do not leave Jerusalem. But wait for the gift. My father promised. His father is God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine where you are? You, see, you, are, you, are, you are the fourth person of creation. So, so God will not leave you alone. He knows you. He knows who you are. He knows where you are. So when he said, wait for that gift, they know exactly what they are talking about. Wait. We will give it. Amen. For us to function well. So he said, wait. Amen. For the father. And he said, which have heard me speak about, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water. But in a few days, in a few days, and a few days means a few days. I said a few days means a few days. For where you are sitting, sit down well. Because in some few days, you will realize something. Amen. And he said something. He said, For John baptized with water. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And I'm saying that God has resourced us with the Holy Spirit. Amen. In 7, he said something there. He said, he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates, for the Father has set by his own authority. For the Father has set by his own authority. Sometimes your, your employers, they're set by their own authority. When the workers are clamoring, the NHS guys, when they, they see the, the, the government, they have set by their own authority. And you are clamoring and wavering. It's the same thing. This one God has said by his own authority that he will give you the Holy Spirit. Amen. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea 
and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Amen. 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 I'm talking about God who can also even transfer you from the United Kingdom to some part of the world where you don't even know. The ends of the world. The ends on the earth. He will provide those. And I'm saying that if God has called, he has what? Has he equipped? Has he resourced? And one of the things he has resourced with is what? The Holy Spirit. So we must all endeavor to embrace the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you embrace the power of the Holy Spirit, you begin to realize that you are ascending the thrones of God. And when you begin to ascend the thrones of God, you begin to establish the purpose why God has called you. Amen. And that is one. One of the things, right, is that he has given us the power of the Holy Spirit. So he has resourced that. The other one will be the word. Next week we will look at the word and we will look at his son. Amen. I want you to realize that you have been equipped and you are well equipped. And your, your, your resource actually lies in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you realize the power of the Holy Spirit, you only speak. Amen. And that's how powerful you become. Amen. Yeah, if you look at the, 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 the Russia and the Ukraine war, Russia is crying. Ukraine is crying. We are losing men. We are losing men. However, they are still fighting. That knowledge is, is, is corrupted. Amen. And the leaders themselves are sitting somewhere. And they are cool. They eat in the morning, they eat in the afternoon, and they eat in the evening. Zelensky was saying that I need, I need, I need you to send me certain tanks. Uh, the Abraham tanks, tank two, tank this, tank, tank, tank four, tank, tank. They are going to tanks and tanks. I'm telling you a simple thing. He need to be resourced to fight the battle. But I am telling you, you are resourced with the power of the Holy Spirit. You don't need tank Abraham. You don't need tank B. You don't need any kind of tank. What you need is what I'm telling you. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you get the power of the Holy Spirit through his son, you begin to realize that a God is a God. And he's a God who calls himself the almighty God. And nobody, and no one, and no other God can be compared unto the God who gives the power of the Holy Spirit. And when he gives you that power, you realize within you that you have the power. I feel that power within me. So I can talk about the power within and you've got to feel that same power within you too as well. To know what it feels like to have that power. And not the tank Abraham. And the tanks they talk about. I am not talking about that tank. Because I, we don't have any money to produce that tank to give it to you alone. But we have something that you can get free from the one who created you. And from above. And if you yield yourself to the power of the Holy Spirit, you will realize that you are much more resourced than ever you think. And you can achieve your purpose one way or the other. Let's be on our feet. And just lift our hands into the heavens. Father, we thank you for today. Just thank God for today. And thank God that you have the power of the Holy Spirit. And you operate in accordance with his word. Father, we thank you for today, O oh God. That Lord, my master, O oh God, we know you have resources with the power of the Holy Spirit. And through that, O oh Father, O oh God, we will be able to do the work that you've commissioned us to do. We thank you, Father. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.